today on Laura Lynn and Friends. We, we do not have designation over who's running our city. If the World Economic Forum is involved in it, we are guinea pigs, put it that way. We are unwitting guinea pigs. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Last Days. It is great to be with you. Wow. It's crazy times, isn't it? I just, every single day, I, I think it's just off the deep end. We have entered a bizarro world. Um, all, all kinds of things. I want to talk about 5G a little bit today. And I also want to tie in just a little bit of this uh, uh, Yuval Noah Harari. Um, more clips coming out from the latest uh, things that he's been saying. He truly hates humanity. He's a complete atheist. Um, he's a, uh, a, you know, a, a guy who is um, involved in all kinds of strange, bizarre thoughts. Anyways, I'm going to get to him in a minute. So, of course, I like to read from my dad, my dad's Bible. And my dad passed away last October. And I found the super, superest, coolest <laughs> verse. And in a weird way, it's about me. And it's kind of funny. My dad underlined this. So, I like to just open my dad's Bible, and he's pretty much underlined something on every page of this Bible, and I hope you're preparing a Bible for your kids when you're gone. Uh, Psalms 144, and I go down to 12, and it's the, only, it's the only one underlined on this whole page, and it says that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones. Oh, wow. Ah, sorry. That our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace. So, my dad underlined that scripture about sons and daughters. He has one son and one daughter. And isn't that cool? Okay. Well, I'll try not to cry today. Uh, thank you, Dad. That's super cool. So, I want to play a little bit of this video on Yuval Noah Harari a true humanity hater <laughs> and he thinks that we're all hackable and that really we've almost run out of needing to have humans on this planet it can be run by ai it can be run by machines and that we're heading there he believes we have to have new religions and uh, that will come out of silicon valley he thinks so let's have a look at this video just for couple minutes before we get to our for a living not so long ago he was an obscure history professor but his 2014 book sapiens changed all that he explored the past cramming 150,000 years of human history into 400 pages authority will shift transforming himself into a literary phenomenon ladies and gentlemen please welcome once again Yuval Noah Harari name dropped by the likes of Mark Zuckerberg Bill Gates and Barack Obama the other book that I really enjoyed, a book by an Israeli author, Yuval Harari. His follow-up book, Homo Deus, tackled the future, elevating Harari to a sort of digital visionary. <laughs> now he's back with his take on the present day. His new book, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, explores the influence of algorithms on our everyday lives, how artificial intelligence will affect and maybe even replace us. We don't need wait for Jesus Christ to come back to earth in order to overcome death, a couple of geeks in a laboratory can do. You don't have any answer in the Bible what to do 
when humans are no longer useful to the economy. You need completely new ideologies, completely new religions, and they are likely to emerge from Silicon Valley or from Bangalore and not from uh, uh, the Middle East. And they are likely to, pro to give people visions based on technology. Everything that the old religions promised, uh, happiness and justice and even eternal life, but here on earth with the help of technology and not after death with the help of some supernatural being. So this scripture says, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the Most High, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Okay, we'll what pull out of that. Maybe we'll, we'll uh, do a as little bit more of this uh, video at the end of today. Um, here is a guy who wants us to wipe away all religions and Obama is saying he likes this guy's book um, oh I, I thought Obama ascribed himself to Jesus Christ or was it Muhammad I'm not sure um, the jury's out isn't it yes um, so so Obama that shows where he's at that he would be praising this guy and here's the danger this fellow he is speaking into the lives of all of these people that we now know are UN Agenda 2030 gurus, the WEF, the UN, uh, the WHO. This Yuval Noah Harari gets invited to all the biggest conferences now going on because he's just so inventive. He's so out of the box. He's so idiotic that he gets to be the the front row center speaker at all of these places and he ascribes to ridiculousness and this is who the world is putting forward he literally talks openly about humans and technology binding together so that the technology can read the human's mind and can know what's going on under their skin for whatever reason they need to know that. I think that's kind of private. But Harari, he wants all of this to come together. Now we know that some things have gone up all over our world now. Um, it's called 5G. And everywhere we go, we're seeing these crazy tall... Uh, emitters of all kinds of, you know, what do you call those? Those emissions, those, uh, well, they, you know, they emit those rays. We had the guy on and he talked about it. Yeah, the radio waves and, and things that some people say, like Ole uh, Johansson, uh, he says that, um, that we're literally being sort of fried. And in fact, he does a segment on how, do you know that your television clicker, we always call it a clicker. Uh, my dad's first uh, television clicker years and years ago, it had two buttons. One for, was for on and off and one was for up 
or, or moving around the channel. So you didn't just uh, go to whatever channel you want. You had to go the whole route. So you had like 14 channels. So you had to go, uh, uh, and if you miss one, you don't want to get up, then you, you got to push it 14 times. So um, that was the old days, but now apparently there's a lot of radiation. Maybe that's what I'm looking for, this radiation that's coming off just these things. Well, uh, I heard from a viewer that there's some very alarming things going on in um, in Nanaimo. And I want to put up this uh, my share right here, uh, first and foremost. Uh, 2021, uh, this is from July 26, possible smart cities, Washington, D.C. and Nanaimo, B.C. So what is the interest in Nanaimo, I wonder? Uh, do you have my share there on that? Um, the city of Nanaimo appears to be planning and working toward being a smart city. The CAO gave a presentation regarding the infrastructure and economic benefits. Uh, nothing about the dangers or risk associated with being connected to the Internet of Things. So creating a sustainable smart infrastructure plan. Well, so what is this meaning now? A project completed as part of the master's community planning provides a strategy for mid-sized cities like Nanaimo to become smart using techniques previously used in major cities. So I don't know if you have anything on, um, we can take that off now, but on the smart cities there, JT, because uh, smart cities, I think Canada has several of them. And the thing about... Um, them is that they're going to get special things and maybe not all those things are welcome by everyone because it has cause and effect to it. So I'd like to bring on uh, Deborah today. She's going to go just by her first name and she's from Nanaimo and she has been basically, Deborah, weren't you born and raised in Nanaimo? I was. I was born here. My father was born here um, and it's uh, three generations we've been in Nanaimo. Right. I, right. I did leave for a number of years, but um, to experience other other parts of the world, but I'm back now. You're back now. And you you actually really love this city. Um, and you, in fact, have, tell me about the website that you've created. I have created a website uh, called nanaimodoyouknow.com. Uh, and it is, um, everything on there has links to the um, the proof of where it's coming from. There's nothing on there that is not um, provable and um, troublesome, troubling. Um, everything from the uh, adoption, that Nanaimo is the test city for the donut financial policy, which was written by a young global leader of the World Economic Forum. Um, and that they are um, in hyperdrive spending to create this, this city that will be a smart city um, at the behest of the, the mayor and council, but not of the residents. The residents are unhappy with it, um, being taxed out of their homes. Uh, and uh, the spending is just over and above the top. In 2017, when a 20-year plan was laid out, the 20-year plan said that Nanaimo would be taxed, the percentages would go up 1% per year. Um, however, this new council that has been in for four years, the first thing they did 
after uh, voting themselves a pay raise was to increase taxes. Um, and uh, it's been 18.5% in the last four years, but that does not include the extraneous spending, uh, whereas they don't even ask for the budgets of the hospitals and the, and the libraries. All they do is take money out of the residents' pockets and give it to these places. For example, the, the library, um, I think the figure is there, uh, the expenditure that was taken out of Nanaimo residents' pockets the year the library was closed for COVID um, was almost $5 million. So wow. uh, it's <laughs> that's the year it was okay. closed for COVID. And then an increase in property taxes of 18.5%. I mean, that can really be make quite a difference to somebody who's lived there a long time, who bought their home many, many years ago. And, uh, you know, an increase like that, say an elderly couple could be uh, not very good. Well, this is this is why I asked the city and this information came directly from an email from the finance manager, um, which when I did receive the email back to her from uh, regarding my request, she said, well, I'm really uncomfortable giving you that information. And so I had to... Um, press, let's put it that way, before I actually did get the information. So the 18.5% is, is a figure, but when you get your tax bill, for example, my uh, stepmom who's been here since the 60s, and she's 92, obviously on a fixed income, um, her taxes went up 32% last year on the same house she's owned since the 60s. I mean, for 60 years. Right. So 18.5% is a figure, but, but everyone's is, is slightly different and the city will give you their perspective as to why this is. But when your taxes go up 32% in one year, that's concrete. It doesn't matter the excuses. It right. just means that the city is spending money that they don't have. Right. So uh, that's problematic. It's very problematic. Who knows what it'll be? I mean, are they going to now lower the taxes, hopefully, because we're hearing that all homes, because of the economy and everything, all homes are pretty much beginning to go down in value. In In the Vancouver area, they're selling at 300000 or or more um, below what they were selling a year ago. So let's hope that there's some kind of break given back on that. But the other thing that uh, has concerned you is that Nanaimo has become basically a uh, a donut city or sort of um, the WEF and the UN Agenda 2030 has decided to sort of make Nanaimo a, a sort of a test city. Um, Nanaimo, the Marin Council, again, there was no there was no discussion with the residents as to what this would entail. They were very proud, publicized it everywhere, that they would be the test city for the whole entire country with the donut financial policy, who was written, uh, it, the, the donut financial policy itself was written by a woman, Anne, and uh, her last name is escaping me, but she went through the Global Young Leaders uh, World Economic Forum uh, seminars uh, that's where she came from. Uh, our counselor, Ben Gaselbreit, uh, was 
very, very impressed with her and decided to adopt this, be the first test city in all of Nanaimo. Um, and they, there were some councillors who voted against it because it, it, uh, it doesn't really, as far, according to the councillors, it's just a model to go after. But the model, if you take a look at Nanaimo's um, OCP plan, which is an extensive 464-page plan, which is on, located on their website, um, and I can't imagine the the uh, expenditure that they put out on it because it's brilliantly put together. It doesn't talk about how much they're going to spend. It talks about what they want to accomplish, and unfortunately, it, it humans don't come first. Humans are a byproduct of the agenda that they have. Uh, urban containment is used quite often. Uh, they have six hubs where they want people to live, to be crammed into little apartments, uh, and the six hubs will be joined by bike lanes, which they're in the process of doing now. Uh, bike lanes and uh, bus lines to the down downtown city quarter which has gotten so bad no one no one wants to go there anymore because of the crime uh, and the homelessness. Um, so residents basically are looking for crime rates to fall. Crime rates have ridden, I think, 44% over the past couple of years. I, and uh, I, that's on my website, the actual figure. Um, but the what Nanaimo is choosing to spend on is this is this um, utopian um, you will own nothing and be happy. Okay. Um, and, and this picture, is this the literal picture uh, that is that is in Nanaimo with this colored ball here? It is. They the right after they announced that they were adopting the donut financial policy. They, they choose, chose to uh, have this sign. It was actually um, kind of strange that the sign was already manufactured and ready. That's a very tall gentleman sitting there beside it. This thing is over five feet tall. Um, and it was brought in by truck. It's a metal sign. Um, basically, I think paying homage to the World Economic Forum. and to, Well, sure, because we uh, see this right here, don't we? We do. There it is. Behind Bill Gates. Oh, does anybody in Canada that has a brain want this man's, uh, you know, whoever he associates, Bill and Melinda Gates, these are the sustainable development goals. That is a symbol. And uh, we have to understand that now that is the same symbol showing up right here in Nanaimo. And that's the alarm, isn't it? That is the alarm. And I've got a very good uh, dude, uh, Blake, and he follows uh, the show here. And he says, using iOS app called Tower Locator, I can confirm Nanaimo has Rogers 5G at 600 megahertz. Wow. Um, Blake, can you come on the show? <laughs> can you send me your... Send me your email if you can add uh, any interest to this. Uh, this is creating a show on the fly here, Deborah. Uh, it's pretty cool. I wonder if I wonder if Blake can confirm the thirty-five hundred hertz. That uh, that's another problem we have okay. here in Nanaimo is that we are the test city for Rogers 
3,500 hertz 5G that's never been run anywhere else in the country. Um, I have been, I, I haven't gone as far yet as issuing FOIs to find out if any tests, uh, health, tests, uh, safety tests have been done on this new technology, but um, the city is not responding to my questions on it. They're basically saying it's out of their hands. <clears throat> okay. Because um, what I might do is uh, see if Blake can uh, hunt that down for us, okay? I'm going to see if he's able to do that. Um, so you're saying that, so this has gone through city council, I guess. Now, why do we need all of that megahertz? Because it seems to me that if you've got a, uh, you know, we're all, we're all great. Like we've got our phones and they can operate everything that we need. We've got GPS ad nauseum. You can find the place you need to go. You can even look at a place, you know, in you know, the picture of the home that you are looking for, it's right there if you go on GPS, right? So um, why do we have to keep amping up all of this radio waves that are coming at us? We, we've had people on the show that went around my home, and this was a, a year and a half ago or so, with a little meter to read everything that's already going on in the home, and they already feel like it, it's too much. You know, because you got a microwave. But now we've got these phones, right? And we've got them beside us. We're listening to them. I think you should never, ever, ever hold anything in your ear. You should, you know, make sure that I always use these. I don't even do Bluetooth. I, I, don't, I don't trust Bluetooth. I've seen a couple of things that talk about Bluetooth and, you know, um, brain, you know, and phones and, and brain tumors. And I'm not saying it's happening. Don't sue me or anything. I'm just saying there's been some correlations made. So why do we have to keep amping this up? I'm going to hope that Blake is going to look into this because I know he's watching right now. And he's confirming uh, Nanaimo has the Rogers 5G at 6 megahertz. Now, what does that, 600 megahertz. So what does that mean, Deborah? would be a very good question. Um, this is an iOS app called Tower Locator. You might want to write that down. Everyone might want to write it down. The towers can be located, and he shows me sort of a map, and there are several around. Um, he, he sent me, the uh, you know, a picture of a um, map, and I don't know, JT, if you can literally take, uh, take my screen and see if that... I don't have the share. Oh, so... Oh, I've got the share. Okay, stop sharing, um, and then see if you can see this. Does that work at all? Um, so he has sent, oh, it's still there. Yeah, so he sent this, and, um, well, you know, I'll just kind of hold it up there. I don't, I'm sure he doesn't want his thing. But uh, you go into this app, and look what it does. It shows all of these different places that you can check out where these um, towers are. I think that's very helpful. Um, you, you're reporting, aren't you, Deborah, that you feel something's changed in and around Nanaimo after hearing about these locators going up. So, um, oh wait. So he says, yes, I see a couple of locations, all Rogers that also have 3,500 megahertz. This is what Blake is saying. He follows this stuff. Oh, and then he has powerful too, five 
kilowatts each. Is that kilowatts? Am I saying it right? 5kW. Um, so I hope that means kilowatts, Blake, because he's not brave enough to come on. I just tried to call you, Blake. Um, so, okay, he sent three pictures. Yeah, so he's saying kilowatts. So in real time, he's watching. Uh, I, I have put some of his stuff um, up on the show before because he really tracks with all of this. So uh, Rogers transceivers at, then you've got N49.166678 right there. That should scare you, the 666. Uh, and then W123.936072. And it's showing... Um, Okay, so he, I'm going to send these to you, Deborah, so that you have, uh, you have something to present to council so that, you know, you can question. Because here's the thing, uh, and I know that Blake can maybe shed light on this as well. Here's the thing. Um, you're saying that you've noticed something about the birds. So tell me about that. I have, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's, um, it's, it's very worrisome. It, it's, you know, the, the towers went up. If, if one of the links that I sent you was um, the notification that Nanaimo is the test city for Rogers 3500 Hertz 5G. I am not sure where the towers are. I'm not sure um, if they are even incorporated into the new streetlights that have gone up, but I know that, uh, we are having uh, we are having the the weirdest summer that I've ever seen here. My backyard is um, just a little bit up from uh, Rogers Marsh Park, which is a very large marsh. Got a beautiful boardwalk over it. That's one thing Nanaimo does well is its parks. Um, and through in pri prior years. Around September, September 17th last year, I have a recording on my phone of the birds swarming um, out on my back deck. You can't even hear, you can't have a conversation. The birds are so loud. There's so many of them. They'll swarm. All of a sudden play that. stop. You've got that video. Play that I've got first. it. Yeah. Um, and so this summer, um, the pretty well the same thing, four o'clock in the morning. Um, it was almost annoying waking up, the, the sound of the birds are so loud, they start chirping um, and you kind of wish you could get another hour of sleep. But it was from one day to the next, they stopped. And they, I'm not saying there's no birds, but it's, it's dead quiet in my backyard. I have bird feeders out that, I've, that I was filling daily that can last three weeks. The, the, the birds used to be everywhere and um, there's no, there's no bodies. We haven't seen, uh, haven't seen dead bird mass bodies. death, but what I'm believing is that the frequency is detrimental to them and they have left. Um, this thing, I don't, let's see if I can get it playing for you. I think that's terrifying. And it's also, uh, congruent with other reports that I've seen on 5G and birds and, and, and even trees, you know, just uh, not surviving when they're beside it. So go ahead and get that. And when you have it, because. Mm -hmm. Yes. The, the other thing, uh, gosh, here it is. 
I'm not sure why it's, I have no sound. There you go. Hold it right up to the screen there. This is last year. Yeah, I bet you missed those birds, eh? Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, you can when it when they swarm, they 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 all would. Oh gosh, it's still going. They <laughs> they would. Uh, So they they would come they would come into the tree So I'm not sure if I'm if you can hear me Okay, so they, they would basically swarm into the trees, chatter like that. Um, uh, and the amazing part of it was at the same moment, they all would stop chattering and swarm to another tree. And the same, and that would be repeated. Um, I did take videos of it because it seemed to be timed with the, with the change of the, of the, um, the sunset. Yes. So it was five minutes apart one day, then the next day it was five minutes earlier uh, until they left for the for the winter. Mm -hmm. But this year there has been absolutely none. None. And your bird feeder that would normally have a, a fair number of birds and you'd have to refill it. There's a big difference there. Okay. Definitely. So, so here we have... Uh, you know, something crazy. So Nanaimo, they're saying they want it to be, basically it's been chosen as this test city. So now, of course, we know the whole world is going to electric cars. And you said that these bike lanes are suddenly of the utmost importance and people are, are having less opportunity to be driving around. The, bi the bike lanes, um, the expenditures, that, that's on my website as well, how much money they've spent with, and how many millions more they have uh, uh, incorporated, held over to spend. Um, the, the Metro Drive in Nanaimo is uh, a masterpiece of bike lanes. And so where you where you used to have traffic that could turn left or right into the businesses on Metro Drive, you no longer you no longer can. Um, the business owners are upset. Uh, traffic jams are ridiculous. And Nanaimo is a city of hills. And Nanaimo is a city of um, a good number of elderly people. Um, Nanaimo okay. is a city in a rain, tropical rainforest where it rains and snows and to get around just by bikes is um, admirable. Mm -hmm. um, I know uh, one or two people that would love a lifestyle like that, but it is not uh, a choice of many. Well, I want to tell you that Blake is letting you know he tracks all of these sites and he says, 
Tell your guests that there's 600 megahertz and a 3500 megahertz near a Nanaimo Seniors Village. And he just kind of questions about how it all went during COVID. So. It, it, yep, it was brought up, uh, the 3500 hertz was brought up in June of this year. That was, uh, the timing is exactly the same time the birds left. Uh, I, I can't prove it. I, I can't prove it. Because, but that 3500 um, megahertz, that's right near a Nanaimo Seniors Village. And, and I'll that's... bet you it's around 10th Street. I'll bet you it's around 10th Street, which is close to where I am as well. Wow. Okay. So another strange thing um, is we want to point out that there, I'm going to, uh, JT, pull up another share. So your city council has been questioned regarding a certain phrase that is in the, um, basically, I've got the share there, JT. So... This is uh, in, let me just go to the top here. This is a staff report for decision, September 19th, 2022. Um, and they go through the, the things uh, that they're talking about. But this is something, a recommendation about officer designation and delegation of authority by law. And you had had some questions about that. And I'll go to sort of where we talk about it here. It says, uh, as outlined above, a council can delegate its powers, duties, and functions to a committee officer or employee or to another body established by council. I, I did have questions on that. I had questions on the way this bylaw was passed because standardly council will meet at uh, seven to nine o'clock at night. It will be open to the public and before a bylaw will be passed, there will be discussion um, allowed. This bylaw, they held a special meeting for it. Um, and one of, one of the other things they did during the special me meeting was to strengthen their expropriation laws. So during this special meeting, they uh, read this bylaw three times, no discussion. Basically, they read the name of the bylaw three times. There was absolutely no discussion. Then they passed it. Then they congratulated themselves and took a break um, and locked the doors. When they came back for discussion, the doors were locked and there were no citizens allowed in. So my understanding is, and um, again, this I cannot prove, that this is happening up and down the island. Um, so if, 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 well, we know that we are a test city, Nanaimo is a test city for the donut finance, financial policy and for the 3,500 Hertz. This to me um, is, it, in, in writing letters to the city regarding this and asking them exactly what is a for, what is another body? What can it be? What designation would they have? What right. limitations? That's my have? question. What is, you want to delegate authority or to another body established by council at some point, who knows who is that? Is, is that the, um, the WEF? Does Klaus Schwab show up himself and uh, suddenly the WEF is the other body that is suddenly delegated the authority? Whom are they delegating authority to and shouldn't that be outlined to another body established by council? And this council doesn't seem to have very many answers about anything. 
they don't have the answers. They, they've, they're very good politicians. They can write a very, uh, very good letter. I have letters in response, but nothing that answers my questions. Um, and the fact that Mayor Krog has signed on as a, the convention of mayors, the World Economic Convention of Mayors, which is designated to give mayors more powers than, than premiers. Um, he is signed on to it. He's a party of it. In other words, we, we do not have uh, designation over who's running our city. Uh, if, if the World Economic Forum is involved in it, um, we, we, have, we, have, we are guinea pigs, put it that way. We are unwitting gu guinea pigs. And um, the only thing we can do, I believe, is to take a look at how, our, how we want our city run. If anybody's happy with this, each has their own choice, but the only thing we can do is is to vote to clear out uh, mayor and council. Right. Um, the problem with right, I have a um, I have another article here on a share JT. If you're able to put that up, the problem with donut economics. Um, do, donut economics: seven ways to think like a 21st century economist by Kate. Raworth uh, was published earlier go. this month. Yeah, this is a development of her paper for Oxfam. Um, so she basically is outlining some things about the whole concept. Um, it's lengthy. I kind of rummaged through it. Uh, The donut economics, which is just like this article uh, that uh, Nanaimo. So Nanaimo Council decides city will be guided by donut economic model. The councillor says Nanaimo first city in Canada to adopt the model as a guiding principle. So it's probably important to understand what the problems are because um, Nanaimo is definitely... Um, you know, looking to do a whole bunch of crazy things. And I know it's a sadness to the heart, I think, of all of you because um, you have loved this city so much and now you're seeing everything changing and it's kind of concerning. I can only say me personally, if I hear that there's um, 10th and Southside, uh, Blake is saying 10th and Southside has Rogers 600 megahertz 5G and other frequencies of Rogers and TELUS. So that's 10th and Southside, if you were thinking that maybe that's where, what's near the Nanaimo Seniors Village, is that the place? Yeah. Right. So he's saying it's 600 megahertz. So, but um, Blake, if you're listening, uh, does this mean that all of these towers can be upped? So at any point they can, they can increase the megahertz. I mean, I'm guessing their capacity is much greater if they can go up to the 3,500 because that's what you heard has gone in, the capacity to go up to 3,500, which is confirmed. Uh, Blake is saying that that is on there. Amplifier. It was another press, it was another press release. The city was very proud of itself to be the, to be the first test city in the country for the 3,500 hertz. Uh, Rogers. And 
like I said, I, I emailed and, and asked for the um, safety studies that were done on this technology. And as to date, I've had no answer. Right. So we, we are, we are the guinea pigs. Right. All right. Um, so uh, we, we showed earlier this, uh, it's a picture of basically donuts and then it has city hall and Nanaimo council decides city will be guided by donut economic model. And the city of Nanaimo has a strategic vision and other guiding documents. Uh, basically it is going to be the first Canadian city to adopt a donut economics, uh, to adopt donut economics as a vision and framework. I actually feel kind of hungry looking at the donuts, but anyways, <laughs> let's just move past that. The donut model, according to a city staff report, this is for your city, challenges economies to meet and exceed minimum global living standards. Right there. And equity. That is just a word filled with all kinds of problems while avoiding pushing beyond our ecological limits. The idea is that the donut represents the sweet spot, the safe and just space for humanity between a social foundation on the inner edge of the donut and an ecological ceiling on the outer edge. Giesbrick's motion calls for a city portrait to be created with measurable social and environmental indicators and targets so the city can track its progress. So part of that seems to be, yay, we're going to put in this megahertz. The frequency is hardware specific, but they could up the power output with very little oversight. So that's what my, um, the 5G expert here, Blake is saying is that, and truly your, your city council, they're going to do whatever they want with a very quick meeting and uh, a vote. Exactly. And uh, the the community plan, the OCP that they that they have spent um, after after instilling the donut economic policy, uh, their reimagined Nanaimo. Um, does that sound familiar? Reimagine um, their reimagined Nanaimo plan is 647 pages um, and it does uh, designate the, what the outcome will be in 2030 of Nanaimo. Like I said, the, the six hubs joined by bike lanes and by mass, by uh, bus lanes with um, little to no vehicle traffic by 2030. Um, the, the expenditures that they are making on this, they're, they're going into the reserves, the bike lines, the bike lanes um, and destruction of current streets that are perfectly fine. So in other words, they're taking something that is that doesn't need to be fixed, breaking it and remaking it in their vision while raising taxes to the point there's there'll be no young person that's going to be a, a, available or uh, to, to buy a house in this city. Um, elderly people who have been there their whole lives are going to have to leave because the Absolutely. taxes have become so high, it's either that or they'll be expropriated. The urban confinement to me is um, a word that send, is a phrase that sends shivers down my spine. Uh, urban confinement. They're, they're saying, we want you to live here. We want you to live th this way. And we want to track your carbon footprint. Yep. 
That is, and, and the problem with donut economics, that article I showed you about just reading through it, it has to do with these things like uh, setting limits on your atmospheric carbon, uh, your ocean pH, all of these things, which could what? Which could definitely end up um, becoming their own. It's just like our government and what they're doing regarding carbon and nitrogen. Uh, you're becoming this test city, which could, you know, just have all kinds of crazy things um, that are imputed to it based on their, you know, the climate agenda of the UN Agenda 2030, of which this picture with Nanaimo, um, you know, I don't know if I, I probably took that one down, eh? But basically, um, with Nanaimo clearing clearly being part of the UN Agenda 2030. This is exactly what this is about. Uh, we'll show this picture one last time before I let you go. Um, and uh, it, it, I'm very sad. Nanaimo, uh, my parents used to go over there. We would go once for many, many months. We would go once a week and my dad would go and preach at a church in Nanaimo. For many months when I was a kid and we had to take the ferry. Oh, I remember being super sick one time when that ferry was uh, in a storm and we had to get through. That scared me. But other than that, what a beautiful city, uh, a place it that is. Canadians love and know. And this is it. This is the, the nonsense. And let's just remind if we can go back to it one more time, because I'm just going to show you. Look, look at that thing uh, right there and then look at that. This is it. This is symbols are symbols are very important. This is what this is about. That symbol right there. That is the problem. That is the problem. And your city sounds like it's being taken over. When you go into you, uh, you know, the agenda 2030, it's certainly about a lot more than just, um, you know, these things that you're looking at now it's it's got all kinds of things it's about diversity equity we all know that those are very charged words now so uh i'll give you the final word uh what what do you have to say at the end of all of this uh deborah and what do you want to see um the internet of things is very important to a smart city uh the the 3500 hertz 5g is uh, is the goal towards being able to run the internet of things the smart meters on your house if you noticed in colorado um, a couple of months ago with all of the smart meters the city was able to reach into people's homes and turn down their their heat or or turn down their air conditioning and this is what 5G allows. It, you've got all of these smart appliances and smart bulbs that are uh, that are attached basically to your infrastructure. Um, and it, it's not you who's going to be controlling it. So when, when you have your garage door on a smart link that you can reach by your phone, well, so can, so can the city if they decide at some point in time that you have uh, exceeded your amount of uses for the day. This is this is what is is coming in in our future unless we, I think, wake up and uh, take a look at who is running our city. If we're happy for them, 
If you're happy the way things are going, your voice is needed now to say so. If you're unhappy with it, your voice is also needed to say so. We have a vote on October 15th. Very important. Um, and we can't be letting all of this stuff, uh, you know, come into our, um, into all of our cities. We have to be, be vigilant and understand are a lot of cities, uh, they might not be a smart city, but are they making some sort of designation that there can be, you know, a, an alternate body established by council that could, they could delegate its powers to? Are all city councils talking about this stuff? Everybody let me know, write to me, tell me what, what's going on with all of this. And, and you asked, and then they can't really, you know, they can't really, you know, say what this is. It's just shocking. Yes. They, they are uncomfortable providing that information. Uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. They, they better be uncomfortable. You know, I'll tell you what, you can't accuse anybody, but a lot of people are being bought off behind the scenes. How much COVID money went, has gone to all of these people. They have bribed churches through Canada in order to implement the COVID mandates and the vaccine passport in churches uh, of all places. They've done this for businesses. You get all this COVID money. Who knows that there's not all of this extra kickbacks for people to basically do as they say. That's how they buy puppets. They buy puppets. They don't care that the birds are missing. Why? Why would they care? They've got all this stuff going on behind the scenes. Not saying it's happening, just saying looks really bizarre. Because if I was in charge of Nanaimo, I would want to keep the natural beauty of it, not uh, expose people to potential harms. As we've well seen, there are potential harms from the 5G. So uh, this is, uh, it's, it's really alarming. And just thank you for bringing... Uh, awareness to it and Deborah thanks for standing in your city please let me know what continues to happen we'd like to cover it I can potentially come over there and see if I can talk to uh, some of the council members and mayors and see what they have to say but you're doing a good job keep keep us informed we'd like to follow uh, Nanaimo being this first sort of test city um, in Canada wow let us know how that goes Thank you. And for further information, you can go to NanaimoDoYouKnow.com. Exactly. NanaimoDoYouKnow.com. And uh, what a beautiful city it is. Thanks, everyone. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, Deborah. All right. Take All care. Right. I think that that's alarming. And I like hearing from those that are, you know, following the show and know that everything's changed. Everything that we thought was secure and everything that we thought was guaranteed, a life of peace, a life of freedom and democracy, all the lattes we could ever hope for. I mean, didn't you think that that's what Canada was about? I sort of did. And, uh, you know, having safe schools where kids can be not indoctrinated, that kind of went out the window a few years ago, at least, uh, at least five years ago, when we discovered that they can pretty much are getting away with teaching all kinds of things. And then if you saw my show from last Friday, you know that there's a group of parents and grandparents actually exposing books that are so, 
so vile and I don't know if there's another word but demonic that you would sexualize the content of children's books so that even when someone's reading it you cannot fathom reading and having this read out loud that's what's happening and so Blake sent me a good scripture for today we'll close the show with that can we just look at Harari there again for one more minute I want to give you a little bit more about what this guy is saying remember this guy he's tied in with all of this he's tied in with the 5g he's tied in with the WEF and the UN agenda 2030 and uh, transhumanism transhumanism combining human beings with um, with machines it, it sounds ridiculous and at one point in our lives maybe we would have said you know that's just a conspiracy theory but it isn't anymore they're openly talking about it take a listen to a few of the hideous things this man says and the role he's taken to play seriously. in it uh, and we just need to discover what our role is and then play it to the best of our ability uh, this has been the story of all religions and ideologies and so forth but as a scientist the best I can say this is not true there is no universal drama with a role in it for homo sapiens if you repeat a lie often enough people will think it's the truth and the bigger the lie the better mm. because uh, people won't even think that oh, something so big can be can be a lie and, um, and I think that fake news have been with us for thousands of years. Um, just think of the Bible. But, there's, but, but there is the chief there's... value of science is power. Science is mainly about gaining power. Let's gaining stop power right there for a the second. World. They use truth. This science, the, the chief, the, the reason for science is power, right? Is it really about the true data and facts? Is, is, is it about truth? Shouldn't science be about truth, whatever it is? No. Their agenda is that science would be about power. So if they shift the science, if they cheat the science, if they make up the science, as they've already stated they did in Canada in order to bring about an emergencies measure, if they're doing all of these deceitful things, why is it so that the truth will be revealed no it's so that they get power and that is why we went through all of the things we've been through in this last two years masks did not work uh, social distancing did not work all of it's a bunch of nonsense what would have worked they restricted doctors from being able to prescribe hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin this is an age of absolute deception, and this man is behind it. Let's continue to have a listen to what he says. He is vile. To some extent, on the way to achieving power or to achieving uh, order. One option that some people talk about is that um, only a catastrophe can shake humankind and uh, open the, the path to a real system of global governance. And they say that we can't do it before the catastrophe, but we need to start laying the foundations so that when the disasters strike, we can react quickly. Uh, but people will just not have the motivation to do such a thing before the disaster strikes. So the next step is we turn our gaze inwards and we say, okay, um, 
gaining control of the world outside us did not really make us satisfied. Let's now try to gain control of the world inside us. This is the big, really big project of science and technology and industry in the 21st century. Will be to try and gain control of the world inside us, to learn how to engineer and produce bodies and brains and minds. These are likely to be the main products of the 21st century economy. When people think about the future. Very often they think in terms, oh, I want to gain control of my body and of my brain, and I think that's very dangerous. We have all this still dangerous. myth of free Let's will. Stop for a second. It's dangerous to get control of your mind and your brain.、Um, the Word of God says to bring into captivity every thought, to rein in every word you speak. Everything this man stands for is the opposite of what God's word stands for. Everything this evil prophet is trying to bring the world right now is absolute deception and lies. It is beyond、uh, our imagination that someone could speak out loud like this. And people, did you see them in the audience? Just sitting there. In their hypnotic gaze, this is like the guy to listen to. Absolutely breathing and speaking lies. Let's go. That everything we choose is of our own free will, and this is a myth that served us well for a couple of centuries, but now it's becoming dangerous. We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens. Because in the coming generations,、Let's、we will learn how to engineer. Okay. So free will—that is something. Basically,、uh, when you hear him talking in, at other times,、uh, free will has come about because of religion. That it's been here a couple of thousand years. Since when? Since Jesus came. Free will. The devil hates it. You get to choose. To choose God or to reject God, free will. He's saying, "Oh, that doesn't matter." We've shown you some other clips, right? That you get to choose who you vote for, what you buy at the grocery store. This is like to him, that's nonsense, right? Here's a guy choosing to be a homosexual that wants to tell everybody else that they don't get free will. Fascinating. Let's continue. Bodies and brains and minds. Now, how exactly will the future masters of the planet look like? This will be decided by the people who own the data. Now, why is data so important? It's important because we have reached the point when we can hack not just computers; we can hack human beings and other organisms. Now, what do you need in order to hack a human being? You need two things: you need a lot of computing power, and you need a lot of data, especially biometric data. But control of data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power. To re-engineer the future of life itself, because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. All of life, 
for four billion years, dinosaurs, amoebas, tomatoes, humans, all of life was subject to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined for four billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may enab enable life to break out into the inorganic realm. There's a scripture and it says, uh, let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, I didn't read it fast enough. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. But in a crisis, you see, we have no chance. So, 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 so let's do it. Vaccine won't help us go the to the test, of course. The will help <laughs> us, of course. It will make things, you know, more manageable. Surveillance, people so, could look back could in a hundred years. That's why he says COVID was critical. You've seen other clips by him stating this. COVID was critical as a, using it as the crisis to then input all of these crazy ideas that they have. And you heard him talking about um, the, the DNA and, and the, you know, the, the human component, the strands. Um, JT and I were listening to this interesting uh, podcast this morning about how the female and the male DNA comprise 72, I don't know what you'd call it, strands each 72 strands each which then put together right each helix two strands of 72,000 which makes 144,000 and so this guy came up with the formula you know that the bible talks about the 144 144,000 and so um then the the scientist that said that there was 72,000 strands from the male, 72,000 strands from the female. Well, he died. And then 20 years later, somebody came back and they said, no, 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 that's not the right numbers. It's 20,000. So it was just interesting that it changed by these other scientists. And this guy was saying, um, not being a scientist, but was that guy right? So that's the 144,000. Then guess what? 
he said, if you take another DNA strand like they're trying to do, if you modify the 72 and the 72 and you add a third, so 72 times 3, so that ended up being, uh, so that ended up being, was it 216,000? <laughs> <laughs> I know if I want to do math live. Okay, well, I'm coming up with 216, right? Yeah. So 200, okay, that's what it was. It was 216,000. And then you divide it by something or whatever. Yeah. The number of the beast. Right. Six, three score. Yeah, three score and six, which adds up with the six, 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 and somehow he tied it all together, but I'm totally, do you know what? Let's get the clip and we'll show the clip. It's way more. So this, this guy, he had it, he had the formula and it was showing the mark of the beast, like, like interfering with DNA. Let me just say it that way. Sorry, guys, I really messed stuff up. Because it's 666. Yes. 600. Yeah, 600 times 60 times six is 200 okay is 216,000 which was the 72 if you add another strand of 72 equals 216 but the 600 times what yeah six yep times six 600 times 60 times six is 216 right 603 score and six is what revelation says so anywho uh yeah i'm glad you kind of he's got a better math mind than me and i probably can't even explain it very well and lord knows he won't get up here and explain it because i try to ask him like you should say some of this smart stuff on the show and he won't do it so uh he's he's, he's uh not helpful in that regard but this is what Harari is talking about and the whole thing with the mrna and all of this that's happened i mean we are in an epic time where the blind don't want to see what's happening. And do we fully understand everything? I, I do not think that we even understand the depth of the assault on humanity that is coming. And all we can do is prepare ourselves and our minds and be protected by God. And I believe we are protected. And that's why Psalms 91 says that the plague may come wherever they are, but it will not go near them. Could we just play another couple minutes of Harari before I get ready and close today? Yeah. And identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century, is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric beings? data, Why? analyze it, and understand people better than they understand it's themselves. The this, I believe, is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. A scripture says, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom? Maybe in a couple of decades, when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis 
is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if, this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored. That we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time. We not just not in authoritarian regimes, no. but even in democracies. And yes, maybe most importantly at all, agree, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Because really, we haven't seen anything yet. Okay, so yet. right there, what surveillance I, has gone I think under the, the, the skin? I don't have surveillance of, by these idiots under my skin. What is he talking about that surveillance has gone under the skin? Do you have any ideas? If they can put... Yeah. Oh, there's an app on your phone now, so that would be one way. You put... Oh, you need a device to talk to it, and you put the app on, and then you can put your fingers onto your, um, and it checks your heartbeat, and, you know, it says all kinds of things. Yeah, and people are wearing those things, right? So the surveillance, oh, the diabetes people? Right, They're, they can collect information on what's going on. So this is what they want. And then you've got all the kids in Sweden. They've got those little digital things. They're now putting them. Uh, this is not sci-fi. They're, they're in their hands, right? RFID, it's called. So they can open things. You know, they can go to the gym and get the pass. It's in their hand, right? Uh, we, we talked about another day where they're going to use your hand to, to be the payment. So that'll be the payment for your groceries or whatever. So what is this guy going on about? Did you want to watch a couple more minutes or are y'all done? Like, because I know some people in the feed, they're like, we hate this guy. It's almost as bad as listening to Trudeau, right? Let's just do a couple more minutes because this is the playbook. This is what they're doing to us. This is why we don't want 5G. We don't want uh, the vaccines with the mRNA and, you know, people have a number, Right. Like, this isn't science fiction. All of these videos, people actually can, you know, get the number of what they've been given. Okay, let's watch. big process that's happening right now in the world is uh, hacking human beings, the ability to hack humans, to understand deeply what's happening within you, what, what makes you, what, what, what makes you go. Why do you care, Harari? For that, the most important data is not what you read and who you meet and what you buy, it's what's happening inside your body. So we had these two big revolutions, the computer science revolution, or the infotech revolution, and the revolution in the biological sciences. And they are still separate, but they are about to merge. They are merging around, I would say, the biometric sensor. It's the thing, it's the gadget, it's the technology that converts biological data into digital data that can be analyzed by computers. And having the ability to really monitor people under the skin, this is the, the biggest game changer of all. What we've seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase, is the and surveillance are you, are you able to going under us? Because we've seen this one, but mass surveillance systems established yes. even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them, and we today? also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Oh, previously, okay. 
surveillance was mainly we'll above so the guys skin. Can keep now our it's going we'll under it the skin. Flipboard because you guys like to look up. Uh, a lot of you out there are paying a lot of attention to what's going on. So uh, there's about, would you say about 10 more minutes of that video with Yuval Noah Harari? He says some very disturbing things and I don't really want to go through it right now because it's just unbelievable and I've kept John here for a while. I think we all ought to pray for our cities in Canada. Definitely what's happening is that um, these smart cities, they're going to have their, their, you know, calling them these smart cities. There are several cities across Canada that are already smart cities, but somehow Nanaimo has been singled out in here in British Columbia. I think it's very disturbing. My website is lauralyn.tv. I thank you very much for being a part of what we do. I thank you for your contributions. Somebody on Rumble gave us $2 today, and we just appreciate you. Um, how do we get money on Rumble? I don't even know how that works. I never know anything about these things. It's there? They just... Oh, <laughs> we have to figure out how to get it out. I don't know how, how to do that, but I sure really appreciate you. Um, and I appreciate you joining uh, with our little family here to become a member uh, and and helping us every month if you can if you can give a one-time donation it means so much it really really does i appreciate you we're in this together the reason that jt and i do this is it's a calling and it's kind of stressful because you get up and you watch all this stuff and you, you hear from people that write us like deborah and they bring up some alarming things and you know that nanaimo is just a couple hundred miles not even right not even. It's a an, an a ferry ride, right? So it's going to take a bit of time. But it's not far away. These are our Canadian brothers and sisters. And they're using this place to begin to test things. And you, you see you've got a city council that is uncomfortable answering logical questions. Isn't there a lot of that going around? So it's happening everywhere. Blake, I just want to thank you for your um, scripture that you're sending, that you sent to us today. I am going to read it, and I love this. It's about the armor of God. Thank you, everyone. It is time for us to be extremely aware of the devil's schemes, his lies. They are everywhere. You cannot believe mainstream media cannot believe what uh, you read in the papers. You can't believe the science because uh, just like he just said, the science is hackable, right? Humans are hackable. The science is about power. If science is hackable, data, he said, is hackable. If it's hackable, they're hacking it. So you're not getting accurate things. Somebody just wrote me about the VAERS reports, which are clearly uh, under reporting on everything now it's doctors are not reporting on adverse events and you know we're staying at the same numbers it's like yeah nobody wants you to know anything about the truth so what do we do it's right here uh ephesians 6 from my good friend blake knows all about these um knows all about these 5g towers where they are here it is Amen. Wow. Finally, be strong in the Lord 
and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Oh, man. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, I think we might be there, When the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Do you know how important truth is? Truth is the difference between life and death. Without knowledge, the people perish, the word of God says. Why are people perishing so much in this world? Because we do not have knowledge. We do not have the truth. We do not have it amply available. You've got to search for it, seek for it. When you find people that understand the truth, cling to them. They are your new family. Form communities, form groups, be together, everybody. No more social distancing, guys. Be together. I heard that they can't even really track all your phones too well uh, when you're um, all so close together. The reason they want social distancing is so they can keep an eye on everybody. You know, they got to be able to see your number individual. No, no, no. Clump up. Let's let's resist. (laughs) With the breastplate of righteousness in place. In as much as you are able... Live right before God. If you allow a place for the enemy to get a wedge into your life, into your heart, through all kinds of sin, through any kind of deception, he will do it. He's that evil. And your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Amen. See you tomorrow. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.